we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Your Health is Your Choice, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is David Hernandez. Your body mm -hmm, is your purpose. What do we mean by that? Well, it is your health. And he says that the CNBC revealed that 11 million people die every year due to non-communicable diseases caused by poor eating habits. And as we were just saying before we went on air, it doesn't matter whether you are skinny or obese uh, and you could be eating sacks of food, but still die of famine. Because if you're not eating the right nutrients in the right way, then you are starving your body. He says after losing his childhood best friend, Eric, to obesity at the age of 21, he made a commitment that he wanted to help people avoid them going through what his best friend went through. So he began to reflect on the issues that kept his friends stuck in the unhealthy lifestyle. One issue that he believes is missing in the conversation of health is people's relationship with food, which is leading cause of overeating. Emotional stress eating is something that affects people between 83 and 88 percent of Americans and that number increases every year. A recent article revealed that 11 people die every year uh, caused by poor eating habits and for the past 15 years he's been learning perfecting and implementing his strategies to create a practical system that helps men and women put an end to the emotional stress eating for good. He's the founder of Body My Purpose and the creator of Elite Champion Fitness Academy and the host of the podcast, Listen, You're Not Defeated. His life mission is to empower over 1 million people to live a better, healthy, fit and free life. He believes in one core component in everything he teaches, providing value so that men and women can learn the principles needed to achieve a healthy, fit and fulfilling life. Well, that is a really wonderful mission to have. And I always say that there's something happens in our life that redirects us to our meaningful purpose. And the death of your friend was that. And in a lot of ways, you honor his life by doing so. But, you know, we, we were saying before that whether you were skinny, and a lot of people think that body image is that I've got to look like a Cardassian, I've got to look like somebody else, right? Yeah. Um, and then you've got so much more obesity than before. And again, it's not through the, you know, whether people are thin or for the lack of food, it's the kind of food they're putting in. And right. you can have people that are two or 300 pounds, and they die of malnutrition, because they're not getting the right nutrients in the body. And correct. We're, we're just not really savvy on what nutrients to put in our body, are we? Welcome to the show, Han. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. It's a, a pleasure. It's a joy. I love what you're doing. I love what you stand for. And I'm just excited to be able to join here. You're the kind of person we love having on here. So somebody who's committed to making that difference and bringing about that knowledge to empower people to make the right choice for themselves mm -hmm. and for their longevity. And it's not just their longevity. It's also about the whole wellness. We, we forget that if we're eating poorly, 
it not only affects the body, it affects the mind, it affects okay. the organs, it affects uh, how we interact in society, the domino effect, the diseases that it increases. So, but we're not taught about nutrition. We're not taught about how to eat, are we? No, it doesn't benefit us in terms mm. of when I say us is society and those that decide how we should live life, right? Yes. Because if we understand it, then the way they choose to make us live is not going to function. And mm. in that is the food system, right? And here in America, the standard American food diet, um, other countries have their teachings on how that looks. But at the end of the day, it's always going to reflect how can those that control the food industry benefit from it? Yeah. And we see so many of that here in America. And let's not look too far when we look at the food pyramid. Mm -hmm. Right. Back in back then that when that was put together, it was really because there was an increase in corn. Ah, we yes. had a lot of corn that was mm -hmm. being manufactured and fabricated. And they're like, well, what are we going to do now? Well, let's create a pyramid that tells people that they should eat more corn and more grains mm. and that that's healthy for you. Yeah. Where and how is that healthy? Right? It, it's great for animals. At, you know, it it's, is, it's designed for their digestive system, not for us. Correct. Yes. Correct. And how the foods are made with the corn yeah. is the next problem, yeah. right? Yeah. In the form of processed foods, in the form of how they are taking literally the nutrients mm -hmm. out of it to create them to be longer on the shelf. Preservatives. To have mm -hmm. more of the preservatives so that they can sit longer and they can make more of it, manufacture more of it. So it really comes down to how can they make food that are cheap but high calorie foods? Yeah. Does it mean good nutrient foods, high calories, meaning you can get a lot of intake, a lot of calories at a very low cost? And sadly, that is what the government society and you know different countries have implemented to basically gain themselves so the lack of education is mm -hmm. really the problem here and it starts from our young age right it starts yeah. in the home it starts in the school it starts mm -hmm. in the core areas where we are learning how to develop and how to view life and it's you know it used to be you know, back in my day, I'm 68. So, you know, the food was cooked in the kitchen. You went yeah. to the market to get the food. You didn't right. ha in the supermarkets was something new that was slowly coming in. But, you mm -hmm. know, you used to go into one roof where there'd be all the different food vendors all yeah. around in one area and you knew the source of your food. Right? right. And then then we started importing food from this country and that country and spices and things like this. Absolutely wonderful because many of those spices have holistic serves, you know, can serve us yeah. in so many ways. But then, of course, fast food came in and mm -hmm. then it became convenient food. And right. we're in a hurry. We're going off to this game or that game or rushing here and rushing there. I'll shove something in my mouth. And now we eat in the car while we're on the way to somewhere. We're gobbling it up. We're not chewing it properly. And we're certainly not digesting any nutrients because that's not what we've got in our hand. And that's that right. seems to have become an acceptable way of living. But now we have more diseases and more breakdown mm -hmm. physically and emotionally than we've that's ever right. had before. That's right. And look, and we have to understand that, yes, life has changed. 
yes things have changed in society right the pace of life is a lot faster than it was you know in the 80s 70s 60s and and even not too long ago even in the 90s right yeah. so things evolve things change however what's not happening is teaching us how to stay ahead and have control of our health so that in spite of this fast-paced life, mm -hmm. we can still manage our nutrition. We can still manage our health because here's the truth. Health is, it's not a choice. No. It's a necessity. Totally. And it's our responsibility. However, we hear in society, it's okay whether you want to be unhealthy and obese. It's okay as long as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. If people don't accept you for who you are, they're the problem. As long as you love yourself, it's okay. Now, I am all for loving ourselves, mm -hmm. but loving ourselves means also you care about yourself. Exactly. You take care of the things you love. You take care of that teddy bear when you were a child because mm -hmm. you loved it. And not to go far, you take care of those loved ones around you. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you love them, you care for them. And that's the same thing with our body. Yeah. Now we look at what's out there for us as well. They're altering chemically foods mm -hmm. to get us addicted to foods yeah. that Humans. are, again, processed foods. They have emulsifiers that are changing the texture of food that are exactly what your brain likes so that you can become addicted to them. They're adding colors to it, which mm -hmm. now our studies have found that they are changing the behaviors of children. I it's agree. affecting the behavior of kids. Right? Yes. And then there's so many different um, things that are being added to food to alter them to get you to become addicted. So what does that mean? Well, that means that now than never, we need to be aware of this mm -hmm. and take a stand to choose health for ourselves because it starts with us. Yes. It starts with our home. It starts with us understanding and having attention to this topic to become intentional about it. Right. The problem is we're not giving enough attention to it. No, no. I'm going back to, you know, the self-love. You talk to a person that's living with obesity and say, well, do you love yourself? And they're going to say, uh, no, because my life is affected. I can't that's do right. things like other people. Right. You know, my that's heart right. rate goes up, my blood pressure goes up, or I'm too fatigued or, or this or that. And yeah. it's like when we say loving yourself, it's also honoring yourself. 100%. And you know, most people battle with weight somewhere along the line. I'm always up and down with it. But it's you want your weight to be at a place where you are still proactive, that yes. it's not holding you back. And most obese people will say, how can I love life when I can't participate in it because That's of right. my obesity? I have now become a part of pharmaceutical world mm -hmm. and uh, and I can't be without it, which is part and parcel. You know, the food yeah. industry and the pharma industry are, you know, are in partnership oh, they're, they're here. Tied together. That's yeah, right. Because, you know, keeping you sick is keeping them profitable. 100%. Right. Which is right. an absolute Sadly. fact. It's terrible. And, uh, you know, this show is called Your Health is Your Choice. And it is mm. because when you it are is. aware that what you're putting in your body is literally changing the chemistry of your body, that's right. which is literally breaking your body down causing dis-ease, making right. certain organs of your body having to work twice or three times as hard mm -hmm. to produce what it needs to produce, 
and then we expect it to be working at optimum, you know, yeah. and why am I sluggish? Why am I that? Well, now I'm going to take a Red Bull. That's right. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, look, I, I, I really empathize with a lot of people in the understanding that, you know, education has failed us in the sense of health. And mm -hmm. when we look at many that are dealing with obesity, well, why does a person get to a stage to where they do fall yes. into obesity? Well, two factors that I think play a big part into this. One, they don't understand the value of health. Right. It's not been emphasized to them. They don't see the benefits. And even if they know the benefits logically, it hasn't come down to yeah. their heart in the right. sense of truly mm. understanding how that will benefit them. Engaging the in value it. value of health for mm. me. Because mm -hmm. health, it, it, it's personal, right? Yes. It's, it, it's you. It's you. It should be a part of your identity. So not valuing health or understanding the value of it is a big part. Second yeah. part is not loving yourself mm -hmm. or honoring or knowing your own mm -hmm. value or worth, mm -hmm. right? And so when we look at these two things, it makes it very challenging for somebody to say, okay, well, I want to now be healthy. The, the issue is not understanding what food is. Yeah. Because when we really go down to the root cause is the reason people become obese. There's doctors now that are saying that it's a genetic issue. It's a genetic problem. And it's actually a brain defect. No, I, I, I totally disagree. Now, is there partial truth in some? There are some cases that maybe you were born with certain health conditions, certain mm -hmm. health situations that make you more susceptible or make you prone to becoming obese. Yes. However, the idea here that is that you have a problem, that there's a defect with you is not truly the case. Right. The case is your relationship with food mm -hmm. and it stems from not knowing what food is. So what is food, right? Food, we see it as, oh, it's just, it's just something to fuel my body. It's yeah. a lot more complex than yeah. that. It's macronutrients. It's micronutrients. Mm -hmm. It's what sends information to the body. Mm -hmm. What you put in your mouth sends information to the body. And based on that information is how your body is going to respond. Exactly. Signal is sent, information is sent, the body then responds with that. So if it's constantly getting information of sugar, sugar, mm. sugar, sugar, mm -hmm. right? Processed foods, no nutrients. You are salt, salt, sodium, sodium. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You're causing it to fire and send signals and responses. Yeah that cannot sustain you that will literally start to break you down exactly right? and destroy you when food the inside was out to keep us yes. alive yes but is now causing death it's meant to be a substance to fortify you instead it's now breaking us down and destroying us and when you look That's at right. labels i mean i live with a wonderful 89 year old she's turning 90 this due july mm -hmm. and i look at what she will eat for breakfast and she'll have cereal that's already loaded with sugar Right. She'll add cream and mm. milk and more mm. sugar. And the amount of sugar that she has, you know, with her tea every week. And then yeah. she makes this jam that is not right. cooked. So the sugar doesn't break down. So, I mean, one touch of it and I taste it and my teeth go cross-eyed because it's yeah. so sweet. And That's she right. eats so much sugar and she goes, well, I'm 89. And like, you know, I'm still going. And it's like, well, you're just a freak of nature because you what she doesn't realize that she probably had 60 70 years of really healthy food in her system 
yeah. you know, before all these other chemicals and everything else started coming about. I would say probably like 70s, 80s is when we started really chemicalizing food. And then yeah. it's just steadily got worse since then, where you look at the food and say, is there anything in here that's real? It's all yeah. synthesized now. That's right. And we're putting... It's all altered. All altered. And, you know, um, I've done a few shows on GMO and I went even on an anti-GMO um you know rally and uh and there was one rather disgusting interview with one of the guys from dragon's den interviewing a young girl i think she was 12 uh blaming her for world famine because she was anti-gmo this 12 year old stood her ground i mean she was just unbelievable how she right. stood her ground against this bully uh mm. where he was trying to put this burden on her and she said all i want there to be is labels let people make the choice that's right. All right. Yeah. And th yeah. that I think has since kind of come about. But do we read the labels? And, you know, the yeah. consensus is if you, if you don't know what it is or you can't pronounce it, maybe you shouldn't put it in your body. That's right. That's right. And that's the reason why it keeps on growing and becomes worse and it mm. becomes more destructive, right? Because there is not enough attention of yeah. people standing up for themselves and saying, no, I care about myself. I care about my body. I care about my life, meaning that when I'm healthy, everything around me is benefited, makes me a better parent. I'm able to be there for my kids. I'm able to enjoy my kids. I'm providing a better future for my kids and also educating them and teaching them what living healthy is. It's about yeah. being that example. Yes. It starts from our home. When we look at the developmental years of our life from zero to seven years old, we are learning yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. Observational learning is a very big one for kids. So growing up, they're observing everything mom does. Mm -hmm. They're observing everything that's on the plate. They're observing and hearing and listening to what's being told. And in that way is how we're developing our relationship with food. And based yeah. on that, as we grow older, that relationship intensifies. And that's why when we look at, as we are older, we're repeating the same eating patterns mm -hmm. that we did growing up. So if you were raised on processed food, you were raised yeah. on fast food, you were raised on, on quick fix dinners, on microwave dinners, you're probably doing that right now. And it's probably gotten worse. And, you know, the equal goes into if you've got somebody that is neurotic over their weight, you know, yeah. um, and then they actually then can pass on the guilt of eating to their children. And then they yeah. wonder why the children and then having eating disorders. And it's like, right. well, you know, look back to how did you eat? Because they're going to mimic you. That's right. Uh, right? And if, if you're neurotic over your food, then that neurosis is, is going to be picked up. Kids are sponges. They'll pick anything yeah. up, right? right. Um, and if, again, if you're trying to lose weight or have a body image, that's really quite honestly not your DNA body structure, but you're trying to look like somebody else. And you're starving yourself to do it, um, then equally that just as bad as stuffing your face with food that is absolutely empty for you. So it goes back to mindfulness. I mean, let's face it, our doctors do about 40 minutes of nutritional uh, thing, maybe an hour they've stretched it to now in the whole medical practice, right? And so they don't really know about nutrients. And, you know, if we're not getting it in our food, we need to subsidize it with, okay. you know, the extra vitamins and nutrients there to, to compensate. Have mm -hmm. you ever heard of the Emoto uh, water experiment? 
the three glasses, um, three glasses of water. One was ignored. One was in a room filled with negativity and one with positivity. The ignored one stayed the same. The negative one turned black and the positive one crystallized where you could actually measure the crystallization as a higher frequency. We are 90% water. That's right. So if we are around that negativity all the time, if we're around anxiousness or we're putting garbage into that water, what's going to happen to the waters in our body? How can it help us? How can it fortify anything in us if we're contaminating the water? That's right. And not only to mention our environment, how that influences who we are and how we're shaped, but the foods that we consume alter and change our makeup. Yes. One, they they shape who we are physically, literally, yeah. right? <laughs> but also chemically and neurologically, it changes the formation of the brain. Well, how it many changes. people are suffering from brain fog today? That's right. And right? when we look at brain fog and we look at, at um, um, I drew a blank, what is Alzheimer's? Te- you're right. When we look at Alzheimer's and, and dementia, even some Parkinson, dementia, it's all linked back to abuse of sugar. I think also your HDADs and things like that. I think of course, of course, are very much part of that. But when we're when I say they they they're linked to that, meaning that those foods are linked to these types of disorders. So those that abuse these foods again become more prone and susceptible to falling victim of these disorders and these diseases, right? And literally, it's because of the foods we are consuming. We've got to be aware and be intentional about what they're putting in our mouth. We are the ones that can control that. Oh, yes. That is one thing that we can control. Maybe our children can't, but they can demand. <laughs> you know? but, I mean, you but, can control what goes into their mouth by exactly. also educating them and teaching them yes. what and a by healthy example. relationship of food is. Yeah. Right? Food wasn't intended to cure your emotions. It wasn't intended to bring you joy. It wasn't intended to make you feel good. Now, does it produce that? Yes. It's going to activate dopamine. It's going to activate serotonin. It's going to activate all of these endorphins in our body. But when we're going to these foods specifically for that, we start to distort our relationship with food. We also distort our relationship with our own emotions. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So when we're going to the wrong outlet yeah. to release and deal with our emotions, we start to create a destructive behavior pattern, which is why kids should never be rewarded with food. Mm-hmm. If we can control that right at all, at, at the most we can is to not give kids treats with food. Yes, because I, I, I used did that with my own dog, actually, when I was training, people were going, give a treat, give a treat, give a treat. And I said, no, the treats are when we go for a walk and I stop for a coffee, then there's a treat or the treat is when we get back home. But I'm not going to treat her for good behavior. I'm just going to say thank you to her for good behavior. Okay. Uh, and not yeah. like you have to get a treat every time you do something good, because I didn't right. see the logic behind that. I wanted and- them to do something right. And I praise them. Uh, rather than or thank them rather yeah. than it be a food related thing and it wasn't yeah. based even from the food related i just didn't want the treats to become then that's the only time they're going to do something good that's right and what happens with kids as we do that the connection with oh every time i do something good i should be rewarded for right it, then the tolerance of that feel good meaning 
the reward response area of the brain, if we're always giving it something to ignite it with food, well, the threshold of that is going to grow, which means the excitement level is not going to satisfy them anymore when they're given a specific treat, which means now they want more. They want more. Yeah, it's never enough. And that starts to create this wrong connection and this, this unhealthy relationship with food. I think people also have to understand, you know, because I've had three kids and got a grandson now. And he's like, you know, he'll be all gong ho over a certain food this week and next week doesn't want to touch it. And that's yeah. just part of, you know, them, their taste buds are growing. They found something yeah, else. Exploring, yeah. And, you know, we've also got to honor our kids uh, on 100%. what they wish to, you know, because he's a noodle maniac. You know, he loves yeah. noodles. Um, yeah. He loves hummus. I mean, mm. and, and just you can't get enough of that. But, and he's yeah. vegan. I mean, he's a hundred percentile fully vegan child and nobody can believe okay. that he is the age he is because he looks older um, <laughs> and a healthy little boy. Um, but it's um, his parents have always like let him try it and see how he feels. And, and right. they're exploring. But why can't we do the same thing? Just because you were bought up on certain foods. We have so many different food cultures out there right now. And for the most part, many restaurants have gone into the fusion of Asian and Western and become more mindful of the type of foods that they're putting out there Um, and foods that have more nutrition. I'm not talking about your fast food joints or, you know, your burger joints. I'm talking about restaurants that are understanding that there's a balance to food uh, on that plate and that there is more choice nowadays out there to be able to eat healthy if you want a raw food diet there's generally a raw food restaurant somewhere your asian food or indian food is generally really good because of all the nutrients and spices and things that are in there as long as they're not using monosanto or um what's the other thing that the um, chinese use it's a flavor thing MSG, MSG, thank you. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of them have stood away from that now, too, as well. And let the flavors speak for themselves. But if but we not d- in processed food, no, exactly. not in processed food. No. <laughs> but the thing is, if we don't broaden our minds to ask the questions or read the labels or inquire, talk with your friends at office or mums, talk with other mums. You know, I, I want to put a more nutritious diet on the table. Let's share recipes. Um, let's educate each other. I think this become a stigma of don't tell me what to do. I'll feel like a fool instead yeah. of like, tell me what to do because I'd like to learn. Yeah. Look, I mean, it comes down to also simplifying. So people understand, well, how should we be eating mm-hmm. to get adequate nutrients? Yeah. Right. Keep it simple. There's four things we want to be consuming at all times at possible. We want a nutritious, dense protein meaning that it's a whole protein, right? Whether you're going vegan or you're doing paleo or you're doing balance, it's got to be a good source of protein, Yeah, right? It's not just a burger. It's not Mm. a frozen uh, piece of meat. It's, I mean, it's, it's a fresh cut of some type of protein. Second thing is if we're going to be consuming carbohydrates, we want it to be a complex carbohydrate and primarily for it to stay more on the lower glycemic side Mm -hmm. of things. If you have questions about that really easily, go to Google, type in low glycemic carbohydrates. You'll get a list of all those that are there. And we want to make a choice on there. Why? Because when we consume carbs, all carbs turn into sugar. Yeah. And what we want to avoid is them turning into sugar fast. Yeah. So what low glycemic 
carbs have is that they're primary also fiber. So mm-hmm. what that's going to do is that it's going to slower down the absorption in the body and it's going to take longer for that carbohydrate to turn into sugar. Right. Versus when we're talking about a chip or when we're talking mm. about a cookie or when we're talking about a chocolate bar, that turns into sugar immediately, which is why you get the boost of energy, but then comes the crash 15 yes. to 20 minutes later, right? So you want to have a complex carb. A second thing is we want vegetables. Again, yes. fiber. What yes. is fiber? Can we digest fiber? No, we can't. We don't have a stomach to, but what it does is that it helps our digestive system. Mm-hmm. Two things it does. It helps us to become more stasiated, meaning we're going to feel fuller because mm-hmm. they're also primarily filled with water. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about broccoli, we're talking about cauliflower. The substance of it is a lot of it's water and fiber. Yeah. So we get the benefits of feeling full and the digestive benefits to help flush our system. Right. And then the fourth component we want to have in is, is an essential fat. Mm-hmm. And that would be olive oil, whether we cook with it, that would be avocados, that mm-hmm. could be nuts. Mm-hmm. Things that have good sources of fats. Right. Those are the four things we want to be consuming. Mm-hmm. So if we can be conscious and looking at our plate and asking myself, is there a healthy, nutritious, dense protein? Is there a good complex carb that is going to give me good quality energy? Is there fiber on my plate? And is there an essential fat? If there is, that is going to help us to become closer to living a healthy life, right. which means we start to eliminate these processed foods. We start to eliminate the sugars. We start to eliminate the high sodium, high fat foods. And we start to slowly make the transition into whole foods. The primary food choices should come from the refrigerator, not the pantry. Right. Exactly. Um, I add fiber every day to my cereal, whether it's cereal or oats. I mostly eat oats. Yeah. I add my raisins in it and my banana, and that is my start of my day, uh, nine times yeah. out of 10. I'm a six veggie person a day. I love my veggies. Beautiful. And of course, green leafy vegetables, absolutely wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I sometimes uh, just roast all my vegetables in the oven with turmeric. Always remember to Beautiful. add black pepper to turmeric. It releases the, the, the turmeric, um, which is anti-inflammatory. Um, right. You know, there's... Uh, avocado is wonderful. Yes, it's gone up in price. So maybe don't make block ammonia out of it, you know, have it on toast, (laughs) have it as actually a meal. Um, And that's the thing is, is like organic foods. People go, oh, but it's so expensive. But this is the difference. When you're eating something that is organic and actually really is very nutritious, you actually eat less food because your body's been fortified more. So in the end, you're actually spending less, but you're getting better quality which is one way that we can actually battle against cravings. Most Mm -hmm. people get sugar cravings, get salt cravings, get all of the cravings that they have towards these unhealthy processed foods is because your body is dying for nutrients. Yeah, It needs nutrients. And because it's consuming that sugar so fast, it doesn't have the adequate nutrients for it to sustain. So when we make the transition to start giving our body the adequate nutrients it needs, the cravings that you currently have are going to be significantly reduced. Why? Because your body doesn't need it. Your body is getting the adequate nutrients for it to function, for it to think better. You're going to have clarity. You're going to be able to function better. You're going to be able to be at a higher Mm -hmm. optimal state to be your best. We all want a better life. 
We all want to travel. We all want to enjoy. We all want more money. We all want an amazing relationship. We all want to be the best parent, but it all starts with health. Yes. It all starts with the foundation of health because your health is bigger than you. It impacts everything mm -hmm. and everyone around you. It's your wealth. You become healthier, yeah. you're going to make more money. Yes. You become healthier, you're going to feel better. Yeah. You become healthier, you're going to have a better relationship with people because yes. your mood and your emotions are going to be stable. Yeah. You, if you're healthier, so many things are benefited from it. So many more opportunities for you because your health isn't in your way. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it is your wealth. It is your wealth on so many levels, financial and well-beingness. It completely is yes. there. Um, you know, I've I've always kind of eaten pretty healthy. Yes, I've had some, you know, I go for the pizzas and things like that. Not again. I mean, you can actually have healthy pizza. You know, yes. the thing is, you don't have to give up things that you like. There's just eat them in a way that is healthier. You know, yeah. vegan cheese is absolutely amazing. Um, I had somebody on a little while ago talking about the matrix, and it's all about, you know, veganism uh, and the benefits of it. And a lot of people think, well, protein only comes from animals. No, there are many, many uh, vegetables that have very high protein into them. And we've just yeah. got to educate ourselves as to That's what right. they are. Uh, and the very often the meat that we're eating, unless it is really organically farm sourced, you're eating right. antibiotics, you're eating mm -hmm. God knows what else that they're putting in there. Hormones. Very often you're eating the terror of the animal as well, as yeah. it is very inhumanely killed, which is, I'm sorry, folks, that is fact. Uh, and we wonder why we're seeing so much discontent in the people, so much more anger, so much more violence. Uh, so much more depression and anxiety. Yes, a lot of what's going on around us in the world is causing it, but I do believe a great deal of what's going inside of us is also not helping us adjust mentally and emotionally to life. That's right. Regardless of the choice that you make, whether you decide you're going vegan or you're balanced, whatever that choice is, it's understanding that the nutrients that we put in our body are going to influence us and how we become and how we are as humans. Yes. And if regardless of what's going on in our world, the one thing we can control is how we choose to interact with people, how we choose to be as humans, how we choose to decide to live our life, right? We can either be a statistic or we can be an example that is going to encourage others around us to actually honor themselves and mm -hmm. actually respect and be able to love one another by first loving yourself yes, and respecting yourself to understand that what you choose to pick and what you choose to digest and intake is going to dictate who you become. I'm going to go as far as to say not just the food you uh, choose to digest, uh, the news you choose to digest. Absolutely. I mean, yes, you know? 100%. Yeah. Because, and, you know, and... it, it has a huge uh, effect on your health and the breaking down. Again, 90% water. And if you're constantly feeding it negativity, you know, it's going to start breaking down. And it and yeah. we've, you know, we've got to, we pay more attention to our cars than we do our bodies. That's right. True. You know, we want yeah. good, good oil in there, good fuel in there. And we wash our cars and we look after right. them. And but do we ourselves and this vehicle's with you for life, mate. That's it. You it know? takes you everywhere. It, it takes, takes you, you into everywhere. your car. Right? Exactly. So you did say a point. Yes. Prices have gone up. But yeah. what's your value? What's your worth? Yeah. Right. It's understanding that. I deserve to give myself health. I deserve because the truth is you're going to spend it regardless. 
Yes. Whether you spend it now, you're going to spend it later yes. through medication, so, yes. through health insurance, mm. through the doctor's visits, mm. through pain, through discomforts, through hating yourself, through yep. shame, through mm. self-destructive behaviors, yes. right? Yep. I mean, you're going to spend it. Yes. And it's going to cost you more. Yeah. Prevention is better than cure. Sim- <laughs> That's right. It's better to invest it now yes. in understanding what your return is. Yes that you're going to be getting from investing and paying an extra buck, an extra $2 for better quality of food than going to a fast food and buying the same amount of food that is destroying you and isn't giving you the adequate life that you desire. Most of your fast food nowadays is anything from, you know, the cheap, like 12 to 15 or $18 now, yeah, you know, right. and if you put that down at the groceries where you did start buying like the kidney beans and the, and the chickpeas oh. and, and you started, you know, I have like a whole bin here of cashew nuts and sesame seeds yeah. and, uh, right. and, um, pumpkin seeds and, you know, yeah. um, and uh, uh, just, I mean, I'm allergic to other nuts. I mean, almonds and walnuts are great to have as well because, they're, you know, all of these things have great uh, nutrients in them. And there have also be uh, vitamin B17, which is the anti-cancerous vitamin That's as right. well. Um, and so when I'm feeling a little a low energy, a handful of those. And I, I right. love pumpkin seeds. I mean, mm, they're delicious. And the thing is, change your diet you know the thing if you if the prices are going up on the foods you normally eat look to other foods that are more economical that you can make on mass and that are yeah. cheaper to make that are just as fulfilling and probably in the long run better for you that's right my wife and i went to the grocery store yesterday yes prices have gone up everywhere but we went and we got a case of beef of mm-hmm. of, of thinly cut beef we bought bok choy garbanzos and um, I think it was some scallions, a few other things. And we spent total max about $15, $16 on that. And we have four meals yeah. that we can make out of 16 versus yes. having one food at a restaurant for $16 that you have no control of what's going in there. Right. Right. There's so many alternatives. We found a bag of, uh, of chicken as well, 10 pounds of chicken, which was under five dollars mm-hmm. there are ways that you can do obviously we're on the balance side we mm-hmm. we eat animal meat and it's really about you just putting attention and being intentional about what you are going to choose to eat and being experimental That's right. you know having i like taking you it's know all, it's all about having fun with this yes because if you if you're not willing to explore you know i had um, i mean i was brought up in england and and i was actually yeah. very limited to what i ate in england then we moved to south africa and i discovered different yeah. foods over there i mean the seafood yeah. to die for and you know bryflace the barbecue you know yeah. um yeah. Out on the beach and all of these type of foods which i opened up to considerably then i traveled mm-hmm. the world and i opened up to different tastes elsewhere and it was wonderful in fact i can describe my experience wherever i went by the food that i ate (laughs) and how it made me feel and i married an oriental gentleman no longer married but he introduced me to the oriental food and just Mm -hmm. oh i just love it and i very often just make that myself things like bok choy and su choy and uh, and broccoli greens they've got so much fiber and nutrients in them I'm a mm-hmm. huge spinach eater. Um, of yeah. course, kale is wonderful. Hard to cook with unless you really know how, but absolutely right. wonderful. If you buy a, um, is it a dehydrator? You can make kale chips, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and yeah. you can do That's all right. sorts of things inside there. Um, 
it's just take the time to be exploratory. You know, go to a, to an an Indian or Chinese type um, super supermarket and look at what they have there, and even ask them, "Do you have some recipes to go with this?" If not, online Google recipe to Nowadays, cook this. Nowadays, there's no more excuses. No, there that. are no there's more excuses. So You'll get and I've again on on veganism. I've had numerous people share numerous recipes. Um, while there's sort of people are always looking for that. Um, I I do believe that. Deciding to explore different foods, try different foods, especially foods that you know that are very high quality and what you need. And fiber is really essentially important in your body as well, as well as those omegas um, that you're willing to try them and explore, but also willing to cook together, willing to prepare together. And then when you eat together, the gratification of that meal, I believe, adds a different frequency and vibration to the food you're eating and a different appreciation on how you eat it. I agree. I agree. And these are beautiful ways that you can bring those around you together. Mm -hmm. As it is, food is something that we all tend to come together with. Yes, socialize with. Holidays, socialize with. But this is a great opportunity that you can bring your kids together and help them help you to prepare foods, to yes. cook foods, right? Incorporate the family, friends, and 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 really make it a social event that will allow all of you to get the benefits from living healthy. And kids love to help in the kitchen. I mean, my 22-month-old is standing on this stool and he wants to just get his hands in something, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And and he's kind of kind of getting to it. And she, my daughter praises him, oh, thank you for your help. And so he wants to help more. And so That's what if awesome. he makes a mess? You know, okay. it's it's all Let's part of it. that discovery. You can clean it afterwards. It's it's about getting them used to it and getting them want to be a part of it. Yeah. But now there's it takes time and I don't have time. Well, mm. if we would spend less time being sedentary or less time on the television or yeah. less time on the phone, social media, and invest an hour, two hours, right, to your health. And that includes the food you cook preparing that, but also being active, mm-hmm. moving more, yeah. right? We, we're not, we're not as intentional about it anymore. And that in itself, if one, our nutrition is off and two, we're not being active. We're just sitting. We're a lot more sedentary. We're not moving as we should. Well, one, our body's going to deteriorate. It's going to break down. Mm-hmm. Our muscles are going to deteriorate and break down, which will then lead to bone issues, yes. arthroporosis, arthritis, and things like that because our muscles are weak to sustain us. And on top of that, we're going to be dealing with health complications, obesity, heart conditions, fatty livers, and all of these things that come as a result of living unhealthy and not moving. It becomes a very destructive behavior pattern. Yes. So it's about making health fun and knowing that it should be a part of your of your life, right? Which is now changing the style in how you're living and yeah. introducing it, making health be a part of that so that together you can enjoy it. Can you play with your kids outside? Kids should be encouraged to play outside. Yes. They're taking recess, PE away from schools, shame on them. Yes. But we can still do it as an example with parents, right? Yeah. Take them outside to play Frisbee, kickball, take them outside to the pool to have fun. I mean, there's so much we can really do, but it's up to us as parents and adults to be that example, grandparents to encourage kids that healthy is fun. 
and it's beneficial and they should seek it for themselves. Yes. And, you know, even if it's just a simple walk, you know, uh, 25 years ago, I uh, was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, um, which Mm. is mostly kind of an inflammation or disease. And there's 31 points and conditions under the umbrella of fibromyalgia. And it took them many years to kind of know what I had and then eventually saw one of the leading specialists of understanding what it mm-hmm. is and and what my limitations are and that also to understand there really isn't a cure for it it's just something you have to manage so yeah. then i had to become more aware of what my limitations are what i can and cannot do but what i needed to do for myself and as it's an inflammation disease uh, it is about keeping those inflammations down That's and right. it's looking at things that do that and there's various nutrients i take every single day which help kind of sustain a certain part of my body. But it also is in things like incorporating things like turmeric and other things that keep the inflammation down. It's becoming mindful. I know that I have limitations with my physicality now. Um, And there's no point in pushing. It's, you know, push through it. No, you just, you know, when you have differently, (laughs) you're going to get hurt. The price you're going to pay is, is, you know, more detrimental. So the thing is, is you push as far as you know your limit can go. But you learn to partner with whatever condition you have. um, And you you learn to honor what it can and cannot do. But also you look at other different ways to do things, but also to put in your body that you know is going to help it. So it's okay. just like if you had a best friend and mm-hmm. this best friend has is now compromised, you're going to help that best friend in any way you can with, yeah. you know, feeding them, with helping them, with nurturing them, encouraging them. So whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, disability or whatever challenge you may be carrying with you, treat it as a best friend that you're looking after and looking out for. That's right. There's always ways around everything. Yes. Right. And it's really about understanding that movement is medicine to the body. So it's not specific types of movement. It's all movement. Mm -hmm. That could be from walking to being a triathlon Mm -hmm. to bodybuilding or to simply doing dynamic movements, Mm -hmm. corrective movements, being functional in terms of you being able to move sitting down, tai chi if you can't do the big stuff right yeah that's right swimming you know if you can't do the heavy stuff there's so many things you can do you know sometimes because i'm seven hours a day at this computer and sometimes i just get up and and i literally just you know i'm on the spot and just twisting and turning just twisting and turning just getting the circulation going and i have you know at my feet one of those things that massages my feet i have a massaging thing at my back just to make sure the circulation is going so it is okay you you, maybe your job is asking you to do this or your lifestyle is asking you to do that try and find other ways to fit in what you need to fit in which then comes down to life management kind of don't be so busy why have we become so busy? What are we chasing? Do we not know actually that the knowledge that we seek, the peace we seek, the love we seek is in the presence, in the moment, and that when we're actually more conscious of being with ourselves, we are actually being fulfilled instead of chasing that happiness on the outside? Yeah. Yeah, we're not being present. We're always no. concerned about the future of what comes yeah. next, what comes next, and we're we're not enjoying the now. No. And it is about enjoying the now, being present being aware of what's going on of what's happening and understanding that it's as easy as sitting down for 50 to 60 minutes and getting up to walk and move for 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Can we be effective in that? Mm -hmm. 
can we do the simplicity of that, right? Can I develop a routine that I will be intentional about walking five to 15 minutes each day? on top of what I'm already doing, right? It really just comes down to how much do you really care? How much are you willing to give attention to this? Be mindful of it and understand that every little counts yes. because the small compounds and it becomes much greater, the more consistent we can become with it. And know that it's part of your life. Yeah. It's you part of the quality it. of your life, <laughs> it's whether you have quality or not. Yeah. I had a wonderful woman who was a host here for five years, um, Suma Nathan under Wise Health. And she she was called Snake Oil Woman because back in the 60s, because she was talking, you know, all, all these alternatives, you know, back yeah. then they were kind of called snake oil. And, and right. she was uh, just mindful of knowledge, you know, of what she shared. And then she co, um, co-showed with someone else who is an energy healer and, uh, you know, shared so much wonderful wisdom. But she would always say, your liver, your kidney and your colon are some of the most important organs in your body. Because if they're not being looked after, they can't support the rest of the body. It's great. Yeah. So the liver and the kidneys, they're the filtration systems. That's and right. if, we're, if we're having the toxins stay in our body because we're not flushing them out, which means back to water. But at mm -hmm. the same time, you Hydration. can drink a lot of water. But what kind of water is it? That's right. Where is it really coming from? Look at your source mm -hmm. of water. And, you know, yeah. you think, oh, I'll have bottled water. But very often that's just out of the same tap. You know, it's yeah. there are many things. That or you they can... add sodium to it or yes. they add sugar to it. Yeah. I mean, there's so, yeah. so many things that are done. I mean, you can add colloidal silver to it, um, mm -hmm. which will make it more nutriently and, and uh, hydrate your body better. It is we have to, as we would in our business, as we would in raising a family, as we would in anything else that we did in our work world, we would look at what are the details? What yeah. are the details? What are the ingredients in this? So I know how to cook it, so to speak. Why yeah. are we not doing the same over our bodies? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not as, it's not as um, luxurious. It's not as as um fashionable or exciting as as or pronounced as and, or encouraged yeah. encouraged at all. and carry you know going back your food industry and the farmer industry right they don't right. want you to Absolutely. find your own health <laughs> they're yeah. making money yeah. off you <laughs> that's right that's right i mean we have such a shortage we have i think three million or six million people without doctors here in Canada. And I haven't had a doctor now for a few years. Um, we have a lot of people that are not getting diagnosed with things, falling through the cracks because there's no one to go to. Um, we have a lot of emergencies where people are literally dying because it's so many hours in there before anyone gets to see them. But we also need to look at um, who is going to the emergency and is it something that they could have prevented themselves absolutely right you know and i think again back to your health is your choice we 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 have to take ownership to who we are why we are and what we're here to do what happens to you is just part of your life's journey and when you make it like what, what am i meant to learn from this who am i meant to become from this how can right. i become better for this and be of service to others that's what our okay. life's journey is about Instead of allowing ourselves to become the victim and staying the victim and then being self-destructive mm -hmm. through food or through bad habits, 
that then we then say, see what you did to me? No, you did yeah. that to yourself. That's right. That's right. Look, Ownership. The CDC, the CDC did a study and they said that 76% of most non-communicable diseases could have all been prevented. They mm -hmm. could have been avoided. Had people chosen health. Yeah. So it is about responsibility. Yes. It's all about standing and owning it and taking responsibility for yourself. Yeah. And yes, maybe granted, you weren't raised in a home where they educated you or mm -hmm. they didn't teach you about a healthy relationship. You didn't get the information, but that was then. What about yes. now? Exactly. Exactly. You can now stand for yourself and mm -hmm. take responsibility and still say, okay, I can still change right now. I can change my future by what I do today. Exactly. So you can take a stance regardless of your past, regardless yeah. of trauma, regardless of whether you had or didn't have, or you were raised in a low-income family, dysfunctional home. We empathize. We understand. Mm -hmm. However, we can still change that situation today. Change the pattern. That's right. You know, that why do we see so much trauma continue on? Because people don't know how to change the pattern or unwilling to change the program. If That's it's right. not working for you, it's That's time right. to change the program. That's right. If it is not serving you, uh, mind, body, heart, spirit, and soul, then it's time to change the program. Switch to That's a right. different channel. And you might That's have right. to go to a few channels before you feel tuned in. And that's right? okay. Yeah. Right? Just part of the long, exploration long of life. It takes. Right. Because we didn't, we didn't get where we're at simply because of, you know, a few weeks or a few right. months of the same behavior patterns, right? It was a lifetime. years mm. upon years upon years of that. And, and very and often DNA. Way, yeah, of course. Yeah. There are things and all of that plays an effect. But the, the truth and the good thing about this is that we can re rewrite our Yes, life. we can. Because we can rewire and change our behavior patterns right because of neuroplasticity and change the things that we're doing by taking a stand and choosing responsibility and choosing health for ourselves i had a wonderful woman um on she called herself um aka the fat chick and mm -hmm. she was just one of these people that was bigger bodied bigger bodied right. but she she had a hot flash flash dance in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> mm. So she teaches people that no matter what level they're at physically, emotionally, of how to exercise. So she's incredibly healthy and she's yeah. and she's very, very physical. She's just a very big structure and that right. body is more rounder, but yeah. she's healthy. So we're not saying to everybody, you need to be slim and skinny to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people yeah. that I know that have gone on diets slimmed right down and their bodies have then gone back to where their bodies are happy to be right as long as you're healthy as long as what you're putting in is healthy if your body is happy at that particular structure it's okay as long as the inside and the outside is healthy that's right health is foundational that yeah. core comp component needs to be in place you've you've got bodybuilders that you know, muscles pounding everywhere, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're healthy because it's all about right. that protein and bulking up. And it's, but they're you know, putting such a strain on all those muscles and all those organs mm -hmm. in all that bodybuilding. When they get on stage, they're actually at the weakest and are the most unhealthy 
when they're on stage because in, if something's off, they could have a heart attack yeah. and fall with no energy. I mean, it's, it's bad because they take their body to that limit, right? They deplete themselves so much that any wrong little thing can take them down. Well, look at recently that uh, football player who, who had a heart attack in the middle, you know, in the mm -hmm. middle of the run. And it's like, and a young man at that, what was he, 24? Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. And we've seen it with ice skaters. We think they're the top of their game physically. And then, but if we a, do not know our bodies genetically, but again, if we, if we've put ourselves into wanting to do that triathlon, you know, we don't want you to go from zero to entering the triathlon tomorrow you have to yeah. build your body up right. you know your body has to gain its strength and gain its muscle mass and gain its its fluidity um and you need to do that you know step by step do not suddenly leap into it because now you're overexerting your body when it's not ready for it mm -hmm. and if you do choose to be a very physically active person make sure that you are getting the right nutrients in your body to sustain it yeah yeah look we can't control what can happen no, right? you can be at your healthiest and something might happen. However, being healthy gives you a better probability of survival. of survival and not ending up that way. And if you are seeking these extreme sports or any type of sports, well, it's important to also one, understand your body. Yes. Understand and look at, well, how does my body function? What is my mm. body like? What doesn't it like? How is it? What do I, how can I learn from my body? And also get it checked up regularly yeah go for checkups see how the how the the internal things are functioning not just the external because the external can look great but the internal something might be hindering something might be wrong something might be affected right and it's better to know early so we can make changes and adjust it so we can live the life we desire you know my brother 9 years ago had a heart attack uh, he was looking after my mother at the time who was bed bound and under a lot of stress. So we put it down to that. Uh, nine years later, he had another heart attack um, where they found out that he really had a defective heart. Now we lost my father when I was 11 to heart disease. So quite essentially, he'd got my father's heart. But because he walks at least 10,000 steps every day, yeah. right? And he is vegan, 100% vegan and very frugal. Um, mm -hmm. you know, very conscious of what he eats and even what he drinks now and again, a glass of wine. Um, yeah. He's very conscious of it. He still had a heart attack, but they said to him, because of his lifestyle, he prolonged. That's that right. heart would have given up on him because it needed stents in it, because it was damaged. Um, mm -hmm. But he prolonged it through his lifestyle. It also meant that he recovered a lot quicker That's right. because of his lifestyle. So, no, yeah. it didn't matter what he did right. He still had the heart attack because he had a defective heart. That's but right. at the same time, he prevented it from killing him and he healed a lot faster from it. And, you know, that is, uh, you know, again, with me, with the fiber, unfortunately, I have had ill illnesses since I was little, um, since I was two. So, you know, I've always had those challenges uh, that, are, that have come with me. But again, I think too, the mind over matter. Um, mm -hmm. So many people get diagnosed with something and they die out of the diagnosis yeah. or they become their disease. Mm -hmm. right? They're not a person with it. They become yeah. it. It becomes their identity. And that breaks you down. Yeah. That will be the killer of you because you had given into the disease and become it rather than having it where you are going to triumph over it. That's right. 
That's right. Attitude it is makes huge. a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. It sets us up. It gives us a better probability to fight, right? Yes. If there are things that we just can't control that come up. Right. And, you know, it's life. Yes. It, it can happen. However, again, you have a better chance at fighting and giving yourself a better mm. possibility and, a, and an opportunity to sustain and live life. Back in 2018, I went on this trip to on a mission trip to Haiti, came back five days later, was rushed to the emergency room. I came down with three tropical viruses. Wow. One known as dengue fever. I was in ICU for 11 days fighting for my life. Wow. I survived, but the doctor did say, had you not been as healthy as you yes. were, and had the amount of muscle that you had, mm -hmm. you would not be here today. Mm -hmm. Could I control that, that those diseases? Yeah. Could I control getting hit with dengue fever? Absolutely not. But I did give myself a chance to live mm -hmm. and survive and fight because I took care of myself, because I made health and have made health a priority for myself. It saved my life. Exactly. Right? It's, it's like in the building a structure of a home. If you build it, the foundation strong and the walls strong, the roof may be blown off, but the walls are still standing. You can always rebuild the roof, right? And it's like, yeah. where is our structure? Where is our foundation? Where are we rooted? And it's not just about the physical. We have to right. understand we are mind, body, heart, spirit, and soul. Yeah. If we have to treat ourselves as a whole and our psyche needs to be just as in sync with our body, as a mind, as a spirit, as a heart, as our intention in life. Otherwise, we're out of sync. And when we're out of sync, that's when things start breaking down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's being, again, aware mm. of what I am choosing to do daily. Yes. Who I am choosing to surround myself with. What is my environment like, right? What am I choosing to listen to? What am I choosing to see? What am I choosing to intake? How, what am I choosing to do on a daily basis? Because all of those things influence our mind. They yeah. influence our emotions. They influence who we are. They influence who we become and who we turn out to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Again, our choice. Now, you have a, a podcast yourself called You're Not Defeated. Um, do you do interviews or are you um, just basically speaking yourself as a tidbit on the podcast? Correct. Yes. It's a listen, you're not defeated. And it is primarily myself doing conversations all based on health. It is geared to help you live a not defeated life, to really mm. empower you and equip you with uh, core components that I believe will help you live the best life possible. So those tips are there. Do you do it weekly or how often? Yes. Every week on Tuesday, we mm -hmm. release a brand new episode. And then I do free Friday trainings every week as well, which are uploaded to my YouTube channel. Uh, you can join my community YouTube channel. I have all the replays there. So I, I upload them to my YouTube channel and also on my podcast station. And if people want to get hold of you and want to work with you, how do you work with them and how do they get hold of you? Yeah, great question. Two ways they can connect with me through social media platform. You can find me on all social media platforms under my handle at Dave K Hernandez, D-A-V-E-K-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. And also my website, www.davidhernandez.co, davidhernandez.co. Mm -hmm. CO. So that's co. And there's two options. We can do one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
where we go through a term period of six months or 12 months, and we really work exclusively based on your goals, based on the things you want to achieve. And then we also have a group coaching where you can join a group setting. 10 to 12 people are in that group. And we also accommodate a customized program to suit your needs based on your goals. And is this in person or online? It's all virtual, online. I, and that's the beauty of it nowadays, right? You know, I mean, how many people now will do yoga by Zoom, you know, or do other things yeah. by Zoom because it's opened up that world. So it doesn't matter. Well, I couldn't make it to the gym or I yeah. couldn't make it. Well, you know, it is your home. Just right. create some space and do it right there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we a lot of benefits now. A hell no of a lot excuses. more benefits. Yeah, <laughs> no exactly. Uh, the ability to kind of record something so you can go back and listen to it or listening That's to right. the podcast on your way to work. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it basically what you're doing is giving people that encouragement and support as they're, yeah. whether they're on the journey with you or just on the journey on their own. You know, it's yeah. those tidbits because a lot of the time people go, you know, I really want to, but how? And it's like, if your intent is to want to, you know, the teacher will come. And here you are, and you've got your YouTubes, you've got your podcasts, and then you are open to people to joining either in a group setting or individual setting. But mm -hmm. we've also got to understand, we need to invest in ourselves. Again, yes, right. we need to upgrade on our computer, we will. Our car mm -hmm. breaks down, we will fix it. Or something in the house needs to get, we'll fix it because it's important. Why are right. you not important? Mm -hmm. Why are you not investing in yourself? And if you feel, I, you know, it's just too daunting, I can't do it on my own, I need someone to help me reset this pattern, that's what you're there for. That's right. And look, I said it earlier, but you're already spending the money now. Yes. Might as well invest it, making changes in your life so that in the long run, you're going to have a better return. You can either invest it now or spend it later, but you're already spending it. And please don't give pharmaceutical more power, please. <laughs> That's right. right? That's you know, right. it's a, they've got a drug for everything. Only for us yeah. to then find out that the drug is detrimental, right? And it's low. Yeah. We, we don't want, let's, let's face it. There are certain life-saving drugs. Absolutely. Oh, There's life-saving medical procedures. Absolutely. But one of the things we're not taught is prevention. We're not taught what is the core problem. We're not taught right. about let's let's look at the core and re-strengthen and rebuild that and yes. not just pharmaceutical it, which is the band-aid approach. Right. Yeah. So, That's you know, right. before you're so quick to down that pill, look at what else you can do on like with type two diabetes. Numerous amount of people I know who have come off have been a type two diabetes through the change of diet. Yeah. And no longer Absolutely. diabetic at all. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, even dementia is something that's caused a great deal by the chemicals that we use and the foods that mm -hmm. we eat. And mm -hmm. uh, it can, if not be reversed, it can be slowed down. And um, right. Alzheimer's right. is something that's generally hereditary and very much in your DNA. But the, the, the dementia is very much something that comes on through lifestyle, through trauma, or through mm -hmm. um, even the things like aluminium. That used to be yeah. in our uh, under Andrio drink can cause multiple cirrhosis. Yeah, so that's true. We are learning things more and more, which means why would you go and use that? You know, you you see these drug commercials, depression hurts, and you see all these people hurting. You can take this drug, and then there's ten minutes of it may cause suicide. It may cause this. It may cause that. And it's that's like that's what I what? was going to say. That's right. That's what? Right. Yeah. You're yeah. willing to take this with all those risks? Mm -hmm. 
Right. It's it's a quick fix. It's yeah, a quick fix, but is that's it? What people are looking for. Yes, but no. it comes with the cost. Oh, huge cost. Very often your life. That's right. I, I was given one because um, depression is part of the fibro, but it's something I've suffered from in my life anyway. Um, and I was given a pill back in South Africa many, many years ago, over 45 years ago. And uh, it was new on the market. And I was out with my dog driving. It's a sports car out with my border collie. And I'm driving along the road and it's a sheer cliff down to the water and it's all rock. And there's a turn over there and you can you can stop there and look over the, the water. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But many people have driven off and committed suicide. Wow. Well, the trouble is with the drug that I was on, I thought I could fly. Wow. And I thought, oh, let's fly, let's fly. I'm so high from this particular mm -hmm. antidepressant. My yeah. dog barked at me. I barked back at her. She touched me. I touched her. She eventually threw her entire body over me. And I was driving stick. Wow. And I came off the stick and came to a standstill a few inches away from the cliff. Right. It was taken off the market because too many people committed suicide. Right. Wow. So, you know, just because there's a new drug out there and they're advertising it as great, please, there, there's, please <laughs> look to all the other ways you can do things. Yes. Uh, yes. Because I'm on one now that's been around for a long time and it's very low dose and I only take it when I need to. Otherwise, I look to what else is going to soothe my soul and rebalance me so that I don't go down that rabbit hole. There's always another solution. Just please yes. give yourself the time and explore other ways of doing it. Right. Be that's present right. with self. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. So food is it. Exercise is it. Attitude is it. Taking ownership over our own lives is it. There is no, it's everybody else's thing. No, you're living in this vessel. That's right. Right. You're driving this vessel. Just mm -hmm. as we want you to be responsible on the road behind a car, we want you to be responsible in your body and take care right. of this vessel so it can give you a long ride and not a bumpy ride. That's right. Well said. So again, David Hernandez.co, not .com folks, Correct. .co. And they can also reach out to you at David at David .co. Your podcast says you're not defeated. They can find that on the site. Yes, it's listen, you're not defeated. You're, listen, you're not defeated. And then yes. of course you're on, on Facebook. All podcast uh, stations, they can find me. Great. And you're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They can find you all there as well. Take a listen through the podcast look at some of the youtubes if you want to dip your waters in slowly and slowly start changing your mind listen to him and let it resonate with you and then reach out and commit listen learn apply please <laughs> thanks so thank much for being so with much. us here today my pleasure sarah thank you ma'am it was an honor had so much fun and i'm here to support in any way i can um, right you. back at you and folks we're here to support you on this journey of life, don't be afraid to change. Anything can change for the better. It's just up to you in the willingness to do so. And you're not alone in doing it. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment. <laughs>